Coming to you live from the brain room. Party people in the place to be. You are now in the midst of a real MC. Throw your hands in the air if you real as me. Woo! Welcome back to the Writer's Block Podcast. Hey, what's going on everybody out there? Finally be back in the building. I haven't done a little episode uh, since... Who knows when, but we're back with new episodes of the Writer's Block Podcast. Welcome back to your favorite comedy show. I am your host, Bobby Brown Jr., back once again. It's been a little minute since y'all have heard from me. Uh, today, I got some special, special guests in the building, people, my friends, uh, people who, hey, you've been hearing me call this guy's name out for the last couple of, actually, we haven't put up those episodes, so they haven't heard shit, <laughs> but... Uh, my guy Mikey B is here once again. Mikey B has been helping me get these interviews done over at the Comedy Zone and, you know, just coming around, hanging, and then we go to some mics and do our thing. Uh, special guest that I got for y'all today. I'm excited to have her on my show. Uh, this is one of my favorite white women to see on stage. Um, are you white? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> for the this sake of this. Is, yeah, for the sake of this. Yeah, I'm wet right now. Uh, literally, so fucking funny, man. I came back to Jacksonville and... I think, like, uh, the first time that I saw her perform, I think uh, CBD Mike was the one that I saw you at. And literally, I put a picture on my Instagram of people there. And, like, you have no idea how many people were like, oh, my God, I know that girl. I know that girl. I'm like, why the fuck do you know her already? But Really? Yes, they went to they went to Flagler. I told you uh, oh, a couple. It was, oh, that's true. Yeah, her and a couple other ones. Uh, it's so funny. She broke my heart, too. I ain't going to say her name. I hate that oh, just now. Okay. But, no, I'm kidding. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. Morgan Gallo, everybody. Morgan is here at the Writer's Block Podcast in my home. Welcome, by the way. Thank you for that, like, incredibly detailed introduction. I think, was, it, uh, I think I had all the wrong details that nobody, I, you know, I, don't, I had to give details. I think it really just says that you still fuck with college bitches, is really what you just <laughs> said in that whole intro. Yo, I'm the same age as them, so it's all right for me. You're older than me, which I didn't know. I met you, and I thought that we were the same age. I was speaking How to you. How old are you? I'm 23. Oh, okay. Hey, well, I'm only three years older than you. God damn. Like... You almost in the grave, man. Ooh. Old ass. Were you 29, <laughs> 30? I don't you know. You don't have it... any better material other than to make fun of a woman's age. Come on. Let's pick this. Isn't this a pot comedy podcast? Sometimes. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, um... <laughs> We're here. Morgan's here. We were talking about some mics earlier. You've been doing shows. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of shows. All right. Um, what do you want me to? I mean, I could go over some of them. I don't know. We were just talking about uh, CBD and uh, like the first time, like that was my first time seeing you perform. So I guess we can still go there, like with, with the workout room or the place. Uh, CBD mic, local mics. We talk about them every week. How do they treat you here in Jack's? Like, they're good. I mean, I'm based in St. Augustine, so it's. Uh, a bit of a drive for me to get up here, but it's like, that's what you got to do when you yeah. want to do comedy. You have to go where the comedy is. Yeah. Um, and I think for the most part, like we've been really lucky that this scene has gone through a pretty big transformation. I feel like where new mics pop up every so often. And, you know, some, sometimes maybe the ones that aren't so great kind of fall off. You're talking about like Florida as a whole or just like Jacksonville? No, I think, I think Jacksonville, I mean, you know, obviously the bigger cities like Orlando, Miami, like they have, you know, really rigorous scenes. Um, but I think Jacksonville, thank you. I try really hard to work on my vocabulary (laughs) as a standup, but I, I think it's good. You know, we have a few almost every night. And like, for me, 
I mean, I like most of them. I'll yeah. say that. I like the, <laughs> right, I like right, the majority of them. Okay, it's a very tactical you want to name one that you don't like? Dog? Yeah, mm-hmm. name one you don't like or no? I mean, I hate the Justice Pub, but I think everyone <laughs> hates the Justice. Why? Not because- so my first time there was last night. I did a show there last. Why do you hate it? I'd never been there before. Wait, you why were you the there? there? Why were you there on a Friday? Uh, my homeboy, shout out to Steve Thompson. Uh, he's a he's a comedian yeah. uh, here. Yep. He did like a birthday event, and oh, he did okay. you know a comedy show. He threw it. He uh, so it was me, him, uh, Cortez Brooks. Shout out to those two guys been uh, helping me and putting me on shows out here. But yeah, that was my first time. My first time there. Yeah, Wednesdays I'm usually at Walrus, like right. we were talking about, uh, which is in Murray Hill. But well, that Friday probably was really fun if it was a specific event. Was it not? <laughs> oh, I guess it wasn't. Was it? Mikey you, B knows the truth. No, all I know I, is, it looked great on Instagram. Oh, that's <laughs> that all that about matters. Kidding. I saw you being like, "Hey, dude!" I mean, I got to fucking flex the crowd work muscle for yeah, six that was, people. So, was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was. It was one of those nights where you know, it's like a you know, realistic part of comedy is you know, sometimes you go to shows and there are not like it's not a huge crowd. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there are plenty of empty seats. You know what I mean? But there's four, five, six, seven people who are there scattered around, right. don't even fucking know each other. Yeah. You still got to go do comedy. You know, it's not like they're just going to close the whole thing. So or it was very fun. chicks that look mad the entire fucking time. Oh, dude, the lesbians that yeah, we performed. Yeah. We'll yeah. get to that. We'll get to that. The we'll gaggle get- of leses. <laughs> like, it was uh, so tight. But yeah, so like uh, it was one of those. It was a very fun show because like now – even in those shows, I, I, I wasn't going up there like, oh, my God, there's, there's nobody here, blah, blah, blah. I was, I was chilling. I was real cool about it. It didn't, like, feel any type of way, but it was just one of those nights where it's like, okay, this is going to be a night where you got to work out. Like, yeah. this is a yeah. shot that, you know, you just got to get it up while you're here. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, they usually treat me well. I've never been to Justice Pub before that night, but the other microphones, like, like the, the other mics, they treat me well, except, like, sometimes, 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 Walrus... Or uh, uh, CBD. Sometimes I don't know. It's very weird and spotty. Yeah, you never know what's gonna happen. But that's kind of like open mics in general. I feel like is yeah. there's always gonna be off nights. Do you uh, are you trying to like 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 with the jokes that you do at like when you go to these open mics? What's your, what is your goal? Are you working out or are you just going to perform for the people at the open mic and then? No, know? I'm I'm working out for sure. Like. I, th- I think there's, uh, I've learned that there's usually like two types of uh, comics that go to open mics and it's like, you know, the people that are there because they like it as a hobby and they want to make people laugh and they want to have like a good time and they'll do old material, they'll do, they'll do crowd, anything to get a laugh, like, which is totally fine. And then there are the comics that are like working on bits, perfecting bits, working on punchlines for a show or like for their next. And I I feel like I'm at that place now where I do so many shows that it's really imperative that I work on a bit. And that's why sometimes I get insecure because I'm like, oh, people have heard this, you know, like my mom bit, like I've been working on that for a few weeks. Like you you guys have heard it a a few times, but you've heard like variations of it throughout the weeks because I want to get it stronger to the point where when I do it at a show, it's killing and it's not just an open mic bit I did one night and threw away. So I think that's a very interesting point that you brought up. I see that in like a lot of... I think that's just natural. Like, like, uh, like, even with Mikey and and early, we're talking about like Christian and stuff. Like, we literally go up there with the objective to work out something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or like, all of us will add one sentence to right. a new joke that comes out. So I think it's very interesting to hear like, uh, like, 
you know, because sometimes I do that shit on accident. I'm just up there talking and I'm like, what if I say this right now? Right. And <laughs> yeah. then you guys know, like we go to mics and sometimes there's some random person that's like, I want to do comedy. And they get up there <laughs> and they tell a story about like their dad for five minutes and none of it is funny and you or, just feel or they bad do for them. Todd's mystical magical show. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. And then it's eight minutes because they don't know what the fuck a light means. Eight minutes of drunken uh I don't even know what to call that. Uh bodily storytelling. Yeah. I don't know. I don't oh, know. oh, you're talking about the Voussoir dude that humps the stool. Yeah, he yeah. that animal. Yeah, that's classic things. comedy right there, dude. <laughs> Every single person has a stool yeah. hump bit. See, no, 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 every, every man, every man so has a humping of the <laughs> stool. So I think I need to write a, a, a fucking the stool joke. I feel like I'm the only person who doesn't have one. No, I don't have one. I'm, I don't it's know. just funny. Anybody who's like amateur night, when they go up like that one person, it's just like, they're like, fuck, nothing else is working. All right, you guys ever been fucking? And then yeah. check out this stool, yeah. and then you just go for it. So I did have a stigma on doing jokes that were like dick jokes or like masturbating jokes or like just easy shit like that until, like I, I literally used to go and be like, all right, well, I can, make, I can make better material than this. Like I can work on that until I literally went to professional comedy clubs and those fucking jokes are literally still like people are laughing hard as shit in professional yeah. clubs they paid to be there about. Mm-hmm. So I, don't know. I had a stigma until like so I used to like be like oh you're just gonna talk about fucking your dick again for the guy going on stage and then now I'm like listen man that shit that shit might work at the club mm-hmm. who gives a fuck yeah well you just have to like you just have to like stay true to who you are I remember there was a I wish I remember who told me this very early on but it was like a headliner that I worked with that was that I asked like do you think that I should try to be a clean comic? Like, should that be my... That was the thing that you were going for? Like yeah, you like I, a- I was like a few months in and I was starting to get on shows and I noticed that I was... I feel like I was much dirtier a year ago than I am now. And it was like, I didn't know if that was a good thing. And I asked them and they were like, but are you a clean person? Like when you're with your friends, are you shooting the shit? Like, do you say fuck do you reference yes. dicks do you what whatever it is and Everyone i'm like yeah that. i am kind of like that and they were like well then that's how you should be on stage because if mm-hmm. you try to be something else people are going to see through it and i thought that was so interesting because i do think that there's a lot of like especially among uh like working like headliners like there's a lot of um ideas around oh if you're a new comic you should be able to be 100 clean you should have this that and the other thing and it's like yeah but see yeah, that's the 80s that's, mentality i right? i have like, not worked with any like like the the headliners or comedians who who i talk to none of them ever say anything like that like well you're pretty clean what you think i'm a clean comic well i've never seen you on a show i've seen you at mics but Mm, okay but in reference to like you don't do like super sexual jokes yeah you curse yeah but you don't do super that's what i mean okay Mm -hmm. dirty oh oh okay i thought you just meant like using like certain types i I include that as language and not just yeah i mean depending on where you are it definitely matters yeah i don't know mikey b all right mikey b is also here ladies and gentlemen so mikey hey You've been going to be with He's these shows. He's usually not this co- quiet. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I literally well, this, is, this is a Morgan-centric right, so, episode. I'm not trying to... Oh, Mikey, no, we're all here, man. We're all here. I think I think me telling you to not be yourself. <laughs> when, Mikey has a strong <laughs> voice, guys. Also, recording. you guys are like chopping it up and I'm not trying... Because the worst thing in a mic or like a fucking podcast, whatever this bullshit is, I think fucking is when two people are talking and then it's like, yeah, and then it's like, and then it's like, and then you can't even hear the actual Listen, conversation. Listen, you are part of the show. I want you to relax and fucking I, talk dude, to us, I'm man. Relaxed, I talk so much on this podcast where I, I'm the only one who hears everyone's voice right now, and mm-hmm. I feel like I've been talking way more than everyone else, disgustingly. Nah, dude, you're yeah, good. But, um, but like, uh, you've been going to, me with the, to the shows of the Comedy Zone, and I want to bring that up now because I'm scrolling through fucking uh, the, the show dates trying to see, you know, who we can book and all this stuff to go talk to, and yeah. guess whose fucking name I see on the goddamn Comedy Zone website, who will be doing a show, I think, for military veterans. Uh, next, we I, this fucking bitch over here, Morgan. <laughs> for the troops, Morgan. Bruh, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm literally, let me pull this shit up on the screen. I'm literally scrolling through, like, trying to see who we can talk to and, like, mm-hmm. who we can sit down with. And I see her name, and I'm like, wait a minute, what the, f- I know this girl. <laughs> Morgan, uh, you didn't tell anybody about this. You haven't even posted about her or anything that I well, saw, at least. But you're performing at the Comedy Zone. Um, what is this event that is February? I mean, April sixth. What is this? What will her, what will her feminist TikTok followers think though if she's going up to support the bigotry of the military? You know what I mean? We need to we need to make sure these women feel safe with Morgan still. What if I just started reading what was on the website because yeah. I don't actually know yeah. what the event is? Oh my no, god, I that's got, hilarious! If you know, I got no. I I got asked to do um, a fundraiser, and I was asked by Bob. I believe his last name is pronounced Laver. He's very funny. Um, okay. And he reached out to me a few weeks ago and just asked, you know, like, hey, can you do, you know, like 20 minutes? We're doing a fundraiser at the Zone, and I've been trying to get in at the Zone. Um, so, of course, I was like, yeah, like, you know, obviously it's an off night and it's, you know, not like a, an official or it's a show, but it's not one of the official like uh, nights that they usually do a show. But I was like, uh-huh. I want to get my foot in the door. Um, so I'm excited. I mean, I'm not totally sure what it's going to be like. I have done shows for veterans before and they can either be super dope and super cool and really welcoming or they're like, ah, fuck a woman's on stage. I don't want to be here. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just, I don't know. I think it'll be good though. Yeah. Usually there's pretty, like the crowds there are pretty nice and they treat pretty, uh, they treat people pretty well. Um, getting your foot in the, you're doing 20 minutes on this show. That's pretty huge. That's more than getting so. a foot in the... What do you mean you think so? That's like... To be honest... That's a whole feature spot on a... I know. A, I'm just... I'm so bad. I haven't looked at my dates for April yet mm. because like I keep them in like a calendar, but I I try not to overwhelm myself by looking at... like Because <laughs> I had a show last night and I knew that I have tonight off. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to like focus on any other shows. I'm just going to give myself a second to breathe. Yeah. But I know well, that yeah, I have Yeah, because you do, you, you do a lot of shows and you road warrior the fuck out of it. So I can see that. What road warrior. Wow, yeah, that sounds like... Okay, yeah. <laughs> what? I'm yeah. into it. I don't know. I don't like... I mean... Uh, that's just, I don't know. I see you post all the time. You're always in uh, traveling to a new show in a new city, fucking yeah. Orlando, like Florida shows and all this stuff. But I want to give you your props to that because, I mean, that's also part of the job. That's what we got to do. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty cool that you're doing this. I'm going to be at the show. Uh, oh, I'm going to come out and, and show some support. You guys can go check that out. Uh, go to thecomedyzone.com and get tickets. It's Wednesday. So it's a Wednesday night, uh, April 6th at 730. This April? Yeah, this April. 
at 7.30. Bob, what was his name? Lover. Bob Lover. So what do you mean, like, uh, like trying to get in, like, like get a foot in the door somewhere? Like, what does that mean? Like, what? Because um, you've already, you've been in other clubs already. Yeah. Well, I think, like, as a, as a comic, um, you always want to break into a club or a franchise um, and do well so that, you know, owners of other franchise locations can recommend you. So the Comedy Zone obviously has multiple zone locations up and down the south, yeah. southeast. They have it, like, everywhere. Right. Fucking... So, you know, if you do, as a comic, like, if you go to a club and you do well, it means that you have an opportunity to maybe get into another club. So a good example is, like, all the improvs, mm -hmm. right? Like, you can go to the Orlando Improv. You do well, you might be able to go to the West Palm Improv. You might be able to go to the Miami Improv. Like, so... For me, since the Jacksonville one is obviously our closest, you know, comedy zone, hopefully that means if I can get in there, I can go to another zone or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I'm, I'm actually booked at the comedy zone in Georgia in April, too, which I just remembered. Hey, a little oh, flex yeah. right there. Slight flex. She's like, Slight she knew flex. what it was. She was trying to, she's like, should I say I think this it's in, in Columbus. front of the guys not doing anything? No, I'm kidding. Columbus, Georgia? <laughs> yeah, isn't that weird? That's a weird fucking spot. Yeah, for sure. When so, when they asked, when they are like, you want to go to Columbus? I was like, I don't want to go to fucking Ohio. <laughs> the fuck? They're like, no, it's Georgia. And Georgia, like, ah, you're like, is that worse for my career? Yeah, it's probably. <laughs> They're like, they're like, we'll throw you money for a hotel. I'm like, oh, okay, how much are they going to give you? And they're like, they said $70. Yeah. <laughs> because that's how much hotels are in Columbus, Georgia. Hell yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> I hope it's another Ramada, dude. Bro. Oh, my like, God. That, that's so that, literally what they I think have. that's like one of the, the, like, the. I grew up here, and I honestly didn't know that the Comedy Zone was here, like, when I was a kid. Like, I was a fan of comedy, but the scene here, they didn't advertise it very yeah. well. They didn't put it in your face very well. You know what I mean? So like now I'm looking at it and when I'm going there for the first time, I drove right past it because they don't have a, it's not a comedy zone mm -hmm. sign outside of this one. It's like a, a Ramada Inn sign. Yeah. And then They're there's almost... a, a marquee right under that. And it was off the day that I went over there. Yeah. So I'm driving past the hotel like three times before I went in. I think this is the only one that's like a comedy zone and a hotel though. Mm -hmm. All the comedy. I don't know because I think the one I'm going to is like a music venue. True. Like I think I I I don't know if the zone. I mean, I've, we we could literally look it up. We have the internet right in front of us, but yeah. um, it's more fun to do this. But I think the zone is like kind of like bonkers. <laughs> yeah, it's, where it's they more have fun like, than just talking. I have they any have facts. like venues, yeah. and they're uh, they they rent out the venues through the production company. So like through the comedy zone, uh, yeah. okay, or yeah, I guess yeah, Funny yeah. Business or whatever the parent company is. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, I don't know, some shit from the 80s that they thought was clever and they've kept for 40 years. That's literally all it is. Hey. Yeah. Like, yeah, hey, no. The Funhouse, baby. Ooh. You don't know who listens to this podcast. Chuckles and fuckles over <laughs> no in one Orlando. Who, no one who can help us, probably. Also, it's wait, okay. can we go back to the fact that we were trying to talk about Mikey and then we brought it back to me? I want to make sure <laughs> I mean, that listen, we Morgan, about Mikey. This is your first like, time on the show. Mikey's been yeah, exactly. on the show like three or four times. He's, you know, he's part, you know, he's here now, Once. but I mean, he's I have... here now. I'm... He's like, uh, he's been on three or four times. It's like, you mean I was taking photos he for did, three he, of those four times, fucker? <laughs> okay. He did walk in confident as fuck with yeah, a he, venti brown yeah, shirt. Yeah, no, I mean, he, came through my, he came through my back door. He didn't even knock on the front door or anything. Just like he owns the fucking place. 
Like, you Who walked doesn't us through, have a front door to their house? You walked us through the inside of this apartment the first time I came here and walked us out of the back that same day. Yeah, because the cars are over there. Yeah, no, exactly. Ooh, all of a sudden. And now, go ahead, tell yeah, me I got a new apartment. Flex Man, fuck you and your flex front door, quick. dude. Every time sexy now. sexy-ass gonna, apartment. Yeah, I'm going to kick through the back fucking door every <laughs> time now, dude, out of spite. All right, so, Morgan, uh, give me... <laughs> now, back to Morgan. Let's talk yeah. about... Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Thanks for listening Morgan, to the Writer's Block Morgan, Podcast. We'll be me, back uh, next week. Uh, give me, like, your inspirations for, like, like you know, why'd you get into comedy? Who did you watch? Obviously, we got to talk about it. We got to do it because that's important to yeah. figure out who the fuck you are. Like, for me, like, like I'm asking you because, like, I'm going to take these and I'm, I'm going to watch you on stage and be like, okay, I can see a little bit of this, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who'd you like? Who'd you grow up watching? Um, I, I mean, weirdly enough, I feel like, I grew up watching Carlos Mencia and um, uh, why is that George funny, Mikey? <laughs> why is he giggling? Well, it's I mean it's well obviously it's you know because he, of everything that happened. With yeah, them. That's but why it's funny. Um, my dad used to put on Comedy Central, and I was like young, but like not young, not too young to like not understand it, but young enough that I kind of was like I didn't know what comedy was, and I kind of just thought these guys were just like talking i don't know mm, but okay. I, I grew up watching uh like george lopez um gabriel iglesias all, is, like is your Carlos family spanish Mancia. yeah my dad's from argentina got it okay and this um is... and i grew up watching like family guy and like robot chick like that was like my for some reason my dad and i bonded over like comedy tv shows yeah. and stand-up that's cute yeah and then um right when the pandemic hit I had a friend uh, say to me, like, we were FaceTiming, and I, I was, like, making him laugh a lot, I guess. And he was like, have you ever thought about trying stand-up comedy? And I kind of was like, ah, I mean, it sounds cool, but, like, how do you how do you know how to try stand-up comedy? I always thought, oh, yeah. that's something you do if you're, like, in L.A. or yeah. if you're in New York. Like, you can't do it anywhere. I think it's so crazy that, like, pe people who aren't comedians think that, like, even today where, like, they're like, oh, yeah, how do you even try comedy? And I'm like, no, you could, like, anybody can yeah. put their name on it. Like, yeah. everyone puts their name on the list. Yeah, It's not exactly. hard at all. Exactly. Um, and then I had a, one of my friends actually lives in L.A., and I told her about it, and she's like, oh, my friend took a class and she did like a performance at the end. And I was like, oh, I would love to do that where yeah. I could do a class because I'm a very uh, I don't graduating. know what the word would be. But I, I like to I like to um, structured be. Yeah, structure. I like to be very studious. So I wouldn't want to just go to a mic and just like free form it. So I I'd signed up for a class. The studio sucked. The owner was a dick. We all know the story, whatever. <laughs> I, the first time I ever did a podcast, I talked about him and I got kicked out of the studio and blacklisted. Really? And I remember what? it was just the funniest because <laughs> it was so just a, it was just an old dude teaching comedy yeah. and like yeah, it helped me learn structure, well, but he was a dick. And nobody just, important listens to this podcast like that. They're not going to blackball you, you from anything. Um, but no, it, it that kind of was the beginning of the end. I mean, I started to learn how to write jokes and I just started going to mics and. I really love Taylor Tomlinson and oh, um, yeah. Ali Wong and Whitney Cummings. And I, yeah. I think, God, and Eliza yeah. and Nikki Glick. Like, like, female comics, to me, are, are really important to, like, look up to. Because I think that they have so much to tell. And they have so much to say that yeah. is relevant to me. So, I would say, like... Um, <clears throat> Starting with like like when did you shift from just watching you know the male Spanish comedians coming up to oh I'm gonna make my own comedy brain not what my dad kind of put around me oh yeah and how come you didn't list any Spanish woman comics yeah so. yeah I was gonna this go is there a two 
put her on the hot seat, Mike. Um, she's trying to pick a Spanish woman right now. Exactly. I mean, I, I like Angela Johnson. I think she's hilarious. Um, I'm gonna look her up. I, I don't know no idea who she she's is. hilarious. Oh my god. Um, but no, I I think I think I just watched those comedians because that's what my dad was watching. It yeah. wasn't like mm-hmm. really a Hispanic thing. Yeah, that like, wasn't, wasn't a choice. Like a, yeah, no, yeah. But um, yeah, Angela Johnson. This lady. Hilarious. Yeah, she Angela does this Johnson. bit. She got really famous off of this bit where she like uh, talks oh, about Angela. Okay. There you go. Where she talks about... Uh, well, she does this bit where she, like, um, imitates a woman in a nail salon. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, like, how you always walk in and it's always, like, an Asian woman that's like, pick a color, honey. Yeah. And it was like... <laughs> and it's like, th- she went viral before being viral was, like, a thing. You okay. Know what oh, I mean? true. Like, she went viral on, like, YouTube, that's I think it was. That's a stage. She looks yeah. like Jan from The Office. Yeah, she kind of does. Yeah. So... I love her, though. You are, I think, the first, like... You're not the first woman guest on the podcast, female but I think comic. you might be the first comic. Yeah, yeah, you might be the first female comic on the podcast. Sorry. I'm gonna have to look at my, uh, I'm gonna have to look at my list of, of people who've been on the show before. But it's interesting that uh, that you were saying like that's important for you to look up to them right now, or mm-hmm. and like why do you say that from today's perspective? Like you don't look at any of the other guy, com- like the male comedian to... Oh, no, of course I do. Oh, I, mean, you, like, I, I thought you were exclusively only like... Oh, no, yeah. Women. I mean, I love Sam Morell, obviously, like Mark Norman. Like, there's like a... I could name a million and yeah. everyone would be like, yeah, they're great. But I, I think for me, like, I have always had the perspective that being a female comic can be sometimes uh, not something that, that people see as a weakness, but like... Sometimes it's hard to break through that like stereotype when you first get on stage, but I like to think of it as a strength. Stereotype of what? Like you get on stage and people see that you're a girl and that you maybe you're pretty or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, she's probably not going to be funny." You, you know see that mean? in their or, faces? Do you see that when you're getting on? You're grabbing the mic and you're looking at the audience. Where is that? Yeah, and I've I mean I've gotten that feedback. You know, I've gotten that feedback from you know vet comics who are like, you know, when you get on stage. There's a lot of, you know, married people in the audience and the women are probably going to be, they're going to feel a little standoffish because they're with their husband on date night and now their husband has to watch you talk about, you know, your boobs or whatever it is for 20 minutes. And so I I never thought of it that way, but I learned that sometimes it can be that way. It's the same thing like when a really good looking male comic gets on stage, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have to break through that pretty boy facade for mm. them to believe. Because most of the time... I wouldn't know anything about that. The, dude, there are a couple know. of funny-ass surfer this. dude comics, but they walk up and I'm like, right. oh, fucking washboard abs. What are you yeah. talking about, You're dude? like, oh, your Sometimes life must be so hard. For her. Yeah. yeah, fucking... Yeah, yeah. so that, that's the thing is like people think, oh, how can you be funny or how can you have these experiences if you're pretty or a woman or rich or tall or whatever it is. So for me, like I like to watch female comics... Especially ones I was waiting that, for you to be like, and I'm all of those things. So it's fucking hard for me I'm really, to really break I'm really through. just a troll in someone else's skin, I think is the <laughs> issue. Like, but it's, but it is kind of hard. Like, it's just something that you have to work through. And I yeah. think sometimes yeah. in Florida with those older audiences, especially, yeah. they're like, okay. who is this young woman up here talking, whatever. All right. So with that, we back all did a show. Day, we, back in my yeah. day. <laughs> we all did a show together uh, this past week. All right. We were at Underbelly, uh, downtown Jacksonville. And let's be the- let's be very careful with the use of the word show. Yeah. Shall we? <laughs> 
we, it, it was really, a show. It really was a gathering. It is was what it was. Yes. But it's and there crazy. Just oh, you say that there was more people. A hold, on, of lesbians. hold on, there was more people at that show than when Mikey and I went to the first night of Steve, uh, Ryan, and Z. There was more people where we were doing the show at. That's actually so true. that's what I would I consider that a show. There were way more people, and yet we all bombed our dicks off. Whoa, don't put me in that category, okay? I didn't bomb my dick off, Morgan. Okay, I just, my ego, ego. my ego was deflated. I saved my ego. I saved my ego. That night was hard for him, remember (laughs) that. That shit was tough. Yeah, you saved your ego by posting the one pop. Yeah, the one one part everyone laughed at, literally. So, that show, uh, uh, most of the people in the front of the crowd, being women, was that, like, is that the same experience? Like, there was, like, very little dudes there. Did they yeah. give you the same type of energy when you were going on stage? Because from the outside looking in, to me and to a couple other people, you know, you're Morgan. You're, okay, that's Morgan. She's going to go up there. She's going to do well. That's how I look at you when, whenever I see you oh, go on stage. Nice. Thank you. I'm like, that's Morgan. She'll be fine. You know, whatever happens, you know, she's going to do her shit. Hearing you talk about your experience of it and, like, how you still got to fight through a couple of, like, oh, yeah. things on stage, that's wild to me because I'm like, nah, she don't have anything to worry about. She's... You know, she'd worked on her shit. She's going to be fine. Performing in front of those lesbians, was that the same as okay. like... There were two lesbians. I asked them in the joke, and she said that all of them were lesbians, so that's what I have to tell you. fuck with you. Yeah, yeah, but I have to roll with that. You got to let it live now. Every time I see one of those women, they're lesbians to me. I'm never going to try to talk to them. That's that's like a good point. Like, I feel like, too, as uh, a female is, you know, I was nervous, like, going up that night because... Yeah, because, you know, when when you see that the show... And and I don't mean to say we all bombed in, like, a we all suck type of way. I just mean, like, the energy was not there. People understand on this. Like, bombing bombing doesn't mean that... Always mean that you're doing bad. There's a lot of factors that goes into bombing. Yeah, and I I just felt like the show started off on, like, a really low-energy note. And we weren't able to, like, pick it up. I mean, Mikey, at the end, was able to finally fucking, like... Raise the energy, Mikey. Headline, right? The show. Yeah, dude, dude. Were you there for that? I spot? went home and cried. Oh, I true, came true, here yeah, and no, took I a shower. No. Took all my. I went to bed. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, <laughs> luckily, I got to like fuck with them in a way where they broke more, which was good. Thank God. But yeah, no, they were hard yeah. to fucking crack. They yeah. were. Yeah, well, you were still intimidated was, that night performing for twenty women being in the front. Well, the first people gonna, you see. What I was gonna say is like I got up thinking, okay. I may not be able to work on new stuff tonight because I want to get them to laugh and I want to actually like break this crowd in. And because they're women, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do the jokes that I know they enjoy. And it, it worked for a little bit. I think I ended up doing 12 minutes and I felt like the first half was relatively strong. And then towards the end, it really just like bottomed out. Mm. And I felt frustrated because I was like, damn, like I'm one of them. Like, why can't they relate to me? But I do think that there's something to be said about, like, when you're already in that mindset of, like, oh, it's a bad night, it's a bad mic, we're all bombing, we're all, like, it's hard to break out of it. Oh, you were going up there. You were going up there with thinking, oh, it's not going to go well that night. You were going up there with that mindset already? Kind of, but I, I also wanted to go up there and, like, kind of be, like, the comic, like I wanted to be a relief to them. Like yeah. I wanted to go up there and be like, look, I know be you like, guys have been watching these male comics. Yeah. Here I am. <laughs> As she says by the male comic who went in front of her. And it didn't, and it did. Yeah. I mean, it kind of worked, but not really. But also though, all of those girls were just not laughing at all the entire yeah, night. Like, like some of them were weird. laughing, but it was kind of laughing. It's like, she just, like, she, 
you know, she opens her mouth or her shoulders move. It's like laugh out loud. You yeah. know what I mean? Make some noise. They looked like someone was like, hey, if you sit here for the for an hour and a half. Yeah. You know, I'll that's give like you whatever. That's like the face you make when your tampon's coming out. You're like, oh, God, that feels weird. Like, that's the only reaction I felt like I got out of them. They were like, oh, my jeans yeah. are a little too tight, but I'm going to sit here anyway. Yeah, I think it's interesting to hear, like, the point that you brought up about um, when you were like, I'm one of them. I can't connect to them. I feel the exact same way, like... I do shows all the time, and then every now and then there'll be a comedian or another podcaster or someone who wants to, like, work with me, and they're like, oh, yeah, do you do black rooms? And I'm like, the fuck is that? Like, I go to a show, and if there's a microphone on the stage, I'm going to put my name on there. Yeah. I don't, like, like I don't know what that means, but I did a, a mostly black room one time, quote, unquote, mm-hmm. uh, which what they showed me, and that was the first time I got paid, so shout out to them, by the way, but it did not go well. So I felt the oh, same way. Okay, yeah. I, 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 and I'm talking like I did the same. I did the jokes that I do. You know what I mean? And and I didn't change anything up. Like, and it just didn't hit the same. Right. And I felt the exact same way where I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Like, I'm one of y'all. I didn't like how yeah. come I can't connect there? So I think I can I can relate in a little bit in that manner where it's like I'm going up thinking, oh, these are my people. They're going to fuck with me. We're the same. Yeah. And it's always so it's interesting that you felt the same way because when I saw you go up that night or I saw the crowd Literally, I'm like, Morgan's going to do great. Vanessa's going to do great. Like, she wasn't even at that show. But, like, that's just what I think. She of. ended up showing up at the yeah. end of the night. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. See, see, I don't even when I lie, I don't be lying. Come yeah. on now. <laughs> but. Um, so this is like, you know, you feel like that, like, in urban rooms or black rooms or however you want to call it. I feel like that in front of, like, women. And I think that's probably how Mikey feels at, like. KKK meetings or something. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, it's called the Young Republicans Club, and we uh, have great monthly meetings. Have, Yo, at the Hill and Garden name, Conference Room, dude. That name was fucking perfect. <laughs> Mike, so so how did you feel uh, going up, like, because... Like, you were at the same show. And you you had saw to the sit crowd. Through like twenty comments. I know, dude. Yeah, because yeah. every fucking time a new person walked in, and we're all friends with them. But here's the problem: I was supposed to be headliner, whatever the fuck. And so every time a new person came in and put their name on the list, I get bumped an extra ten minutes, and that Ooh. happened like five times. Wow. And then finally, I walked up to Mender, and I was like, "I'm going up yeah. now. Like, let me on stage." And then I think I Getting used the frustration. I used the frustration to match their bitchy energy, and it worked. Like that mm-hmm. was a good thing. Like, wow. It was, okay. Yeah. So. Like, they really are. Boy. They were. They, they, I, I was, get why yeah. they were like that. But they weren't you know that. that I mean? the, like like that, that was the kind of crowd. I got off stage and there was like four of them who came up. I was like, hey, that was funny, man. That was like one of the girls literally yes. t- put on Instagram live when I was fucking yeah. talking to her. And I get off stage. She's like, yeah, man, you're funny and all this stuff. And I'm like, why didn't you laugh? Don't tell me I was yeah. funny when yeah. nobody's paying Dude, attention. The lesbians, the the two lesbians, the actual lesbians, were were they are iron fucking women. Like they're literally what just does like, that mean? hmm, okay, that was funny. And then they just sit yeah, like they that. Don't and then laugh. afterwards they came up to me and they were like, I love you so much, and Morgan is so great, and I love her. And I was like, the fuck are you talking about? You can't? Like, yeah. what are you doing? Like Shout out to the girl who did make me feel fucking great, though. She missed my whole set, but she laughed harder than those girls who saw everything. Like, I was <laughs> I was just talking, casual conversation, you know what I mean? Being charming as I am, doing some comedy. 
Uh, and she literally laughed harder than every single girl who when I was on stage, like the people in the front row, and I felt good about myself. That's the only reason that I didn't die that night. Yeah, she peaked the corduroy Jaguars hat that you had that on. She was, and she was like, that thing Hey, is you sick, were there. Dude. You saw Hey, you saw me. You gotta take angles. You gotta take angles. Um Morgan's you like, ever seen a corduroy hat, Morgan? Think those What's are corduroy. Cool? I corduroy. Have no idea. You don't know the you know the material what a corduroy who, is. Who, why why would you wear a corduroy hat? Thank it you. was a throwback Jaguars hat. Shout out to the people at Lafarve. Yeah, uh, doing big shit. Exist. My guy Casey just got a collab with the Jaguars off that corduroy hat. Miss Hater. So I'm just saying, out. I've known you for how many months now? Still don't know yep. the roadmap of your hairline. Still have no <laughs> you're idea. You're never going to see my hairline, Morgan. And I'm sorry. Now that corduroy. that's a thing, anytime I know you're present, I'm never going to show you my hair. No, but for the corduroy hat, too, like, everybody has taste. Some people have shitty versions of that. And Listen, that makes sense why. I got a fan like, that <laughs> night. I got a fan off that night off my outfit and not my comedy. I still think that counts. That, well, then it yeah. still counts. Yeah, dude. You were juicy that night, dude. Was that, did I use that right? What we talked about earlier? Juice. juice. I'm trying to teach them about slang, by the way. <laughs> this is what we were talking about off mic before the show started. They said juice and what was the other word? Saucy. Saucy. And your meaning of it was completely different than than I what? Think, okay, let's okay. Let's just take a second. Okay. If a guy texted me, <laughs> okay. If a guy texted me and said, "Hey, send me a saucy pic," yeah, you should it block would him. Be, yeah, but it would be a picture of something saucy, like a tit or like a foot or something, <laughs> right? Whoa. Yeah. And if, All right. And, and, okay. And if and if. Like, if someone came up to me and they were looking at my outfit and they were like, dang, you got the juice. That, I would probably see, kick no, him that's in the a disconnect because I, juice, I have no fucking clue what you mean with, like, an outfit. That's just, like, drip. Yeah. That's not juice. But then saucy, I do agree, is like, yo, send me something saucy. It's like, all right, here's my sack. And like, that's not where know. any of those words started, which think, is so wild to I think me. the only thing that this segment is proving is that Mikey and I are too white to be using any of these words Yes, at all. that's exactly what it means. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because, I don't know, to, to me, like I was saying, juice means you got hoes, man. You got people who want to be with you. You know what I mean? You got people who you outside, you popping with. So you using that in this term, it just threw me off. But um, I got water. That's all I got. I don't got hoes. I don't have Cap. friends. Cap. All women have hoes. I just want to put that out. All women have one or two hoes. It happens. You have people who show up to the show just to see you, and you can see in their face. As a guy, oh, yeah, looking you at these see- guys, <laughs> you can see in their yeah, face. Yeah, you did see. Yeah. Come on now. It's just, uh, one, it's just one hoe. Just right. one hoe. <laughs> He's just one. Hug. What is that like? Like, uh, like, have you ever had an issue with like someone that you were seeing, or like if they see a, like a joke that you do or hear a joke that you do that that kind of messes up? Well, not messes up, but they're like they don't really vibe um, with that well. Because like I had jokes about um, like I have some cheating jokes or whatever, and I, I'm talking oh. to a girl at one point, and she's like, "Yeah, like you know this joke, like is that how you're really acting?" And like while we're hanging out, I'm like yada yada yada, and I'm like, "Well, number one, yes, but two, it's a joke." Like I, uh, the, I've only dated one person like while I've been doing comedy and they were also a comedian. Mm, So I've never had an issue with someone being like, you know, that joke makes me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, there have been times obviously when like my friends or something will be like, don't put that in your little skits or whatever. But yeah, I've never... I hate it when people say that to me. It's like, you just you think you deserve to be in my skits, first of yeah, all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call. That statement gives me AIDS every fucking time. I'm just like, Ugh, Yeah, I've like... never, I've never really had, like, that issue, thank God. And honestly, like, if I did, 
like if I did start, you know, going out with someone or whatever, like I would make it very clear that like my comedy is my comedy. And like, if you don't want me to talk about stuff, I won't, but that's just like an individual thing. How do you feel about your comedy? Like, how do you feel about the work that you've been doing now? Like, you know, it sucks. Why do you think it sucks? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Yeah. What do you, what do you, uh, give me your honest feelings, man. Like, uh, what do you, how do like, you know, how do you feel about yourself? Like as a comic? Yeah. How do you feel about yourself? Um, I am proud of myself. I feel like the last probably like six months I've really like leveled up, uh, like writing wise. I feel like I've been what does writing. What that mean? Oh yeah. I feel like I've been writing, uh, stuff that has a little more substance to it. And I, uh, I have a lot of jokes about like, you know, I have a lot of jokes about like being bisexual and what that's like and comparison to men and then like dating men. And, um, sometimes I feel like I lean too hard into the trope of like a female comic talking shit about men on stage. I was going to say, I thought those jokes were going to kill in front of the girls. Right. Uh, they your, didn't. Your, your, your chunks. Uh, yeah. But, and yeah. it was weird, but, um, I think now I'm at a point where, I'm more open to sharing parts of my life and joking about parts of my life that maybe aren't actually funny, but you make them funny. Yeah. Um, That's great. Like, like literally once I learned that like, like comedy start, like jokes start off not funny. Yeah. Like you don't know that. Like nobody tells you that it doesn't have to be funny. Right. When you're putting it there. Yeah. Like, like, was that hard for you when you like try to make, you know, you get a very mundane thing, you know, but you got to figure out how to put it a comedic spin on that like is that a difficult task for you or are you better now yeah I mean I think it'll always be difficult like because as you grow as a comedian like the topics that you're taking on get more complex so like the level of difficulty stays the same because you should be pushing yourself um right now I feel like I go through phases where I'll have days where I could write two or three pages of jokes and like they'll be half baked and I can go to a mic and really like sort them out. And then other days I feel like I'm just writing like crap. Yeah, and I'm like, have, what is this? You ever but, have days where you write something and you're like, I love this. And then the next morning you wake up and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Or, <laughs> or like I try to write stuff about, you know, like I had a, an eating disorder in high school and I tried to write all these jokes about it. And I did it at Shantytown, which, by the way, probably not the best mic I to ha- do that yeah. stuff at. I haven't even been to that mic before. Um, You're not missing much. You really haven't? <laughs> Listen, been? they think it's the best mic ever. They were talking about it at the show. But oh, yeah, Mender loves that place. I mean, it is, it is. I mean, it can be fun. It's just like, it's not the type of crowd that you can go up there and talk about that kind of stuff. I feel like they like really... what kind of stuff? Like like deeper, like actual real life things? Yeah, because it's a lot. It's a pub crowd. They're really... Usually the people there are pretty drunk. They're smoking. I was smoking. about to say, they don't give a fuck. Because usually it's the comics who are all listening. Three of somebody's friends. Mm-hmm. And then just bar flies who are talking to each other. And then a comic will call them out. And then they'll heckle get a bigger laugh than the person on stage is getting. And yeah. then everybody's Damn. like, all right, cool. Time for suicide. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. never been to that mic. The jokes that, that do well at Shantytown are the ones that are like either making fun of other comedians, making fun of the audience members mm, or saying fun. like super 
fucked shit. Yeah, like fucked up. Pulling up just your to phone get a and reaction. Going okay, so bullshit jokes yeah. you've written before, and then just going, "Here's a one-liner. What do you think about a woman that does this?" And then they're all like, ha-ha! "It's like really? Yeah, how do you feel so about right. how do you feel about heckling?" He just brought it up in, a, in what he was saying. Have you ever been heckled like oh like badly? Have you ever been? <laughs> of course I give have. Give it to me. Give it to Dude, me. Give it to our, me. Our Ink Factory show. Oh my god, that was that was a mess, um, dog. I've been there. There was a woman one time that stood up and told me to get the fuck off the stage. Really? Uh, what, what were you saying? What, what what pissed her off? I was doing jokes about um, I was doing these jokes about my mom and how she was a firefighter, and I'm I, they were a little sexual. Um, oh, and you I, were I still the stool? I still no, I still do them. <laughs> I still do them every once in a while. But back I then, yeah, I, back then they were like way dirtier than they are. Anyway, she she was annoyed because she, as a mother, was like, "You shouldn't be talking about your mom that way." Uh, okay. You know, and it wasn't a show; it was a mic in mm. St. Augustine. It was a long time ago, but yeah. um, that was very fun. And then Mikey and I did a show a week or so ago where. Um, I actually had a gentleman in the front row who made it his mission to guess every punchline I was going to say. Really? That's annoying. And I, I could not get, like, I could not get a word in edgewise for this guy. And, and yeah. It was, you know, it was it was a gay black dude. So so he was like, was I this? am not only gay, but I am also black. And I think this queen is slaying in the middle of her set. And you're just like, what the was fuck he, is Was happening? he drunk? Was he? Oh, he was super drunk. He was drunk off his ass. And he was with some, like, plastic Miami women. Yeah. And they, Jesus like. Christ. They Why were, do you have to call them plastic they, 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 I mean, they were fun. They were what they were. I called them out. They okay. all laughed about it. We had all fun. Right. She said, I drive a forerunner. I called her poor. It was what it was. Nice. But, you know, that was, yeah, dude. He he was a monster. Like, <laughs> How did, so, so was he right? Number one, did he get jokes right? Was he, was he? Well, he, like, so I did 20 minutes. The first, like, few times he did it, it was really more of, like, a nuisance, right? And I, I could tell that the audience was, like, kind of annoyed. And yeah. I think listening to Mikey's set before me too, I could tell that there was going to be some, something going on with the audience. Mm-hmm. Cause you could tell like yeah, some, some people aren't shutting up. Too. It was even weirder. Um, usually it's the same person. Yeah. And yeah. I, I like, I kind of shut him down. You know, I, you know, you do the whole thing where you're like, I'm the one with the microphone, whatever it is, blah, blah, blah. And then, um, I, I started to get, once I got into my closing material, I was closing on my bisexual stuff, which really okay. ramped him up because then of course, as a gay yeah, man, he was like, yeah, yeah, he's like, yas queen. Now, like, I, now I get it. Now which is, I get it. you know, I, like I <laughs> always expect that when I do that material, I always yeah. expect that people from the LGBTQ community will support me, and I love that. It's and funny, I want but usually that. it's from me in the back of an yes. open mic going, "Yes, Morgan." Yes, but <laughs> usually they're around. like respectful about it, and yeah. then they let me do the jokes. Okay, right? but this this one, I did a joke about. Um, I have a joke about like how I've never been with a woman and I feel like if I if I were with a woman it would be like being a tourist in the Grand Canyon, right? And then I do like an act out and it's like a whole thing. But I paused after I said that and before I could do the act out and get into the punchline, he yells, oh yeah, because that shit's deep. And the whole room just <laughs> burst out laughing. And at that point- That wasn't even your punchline. No, was it wasn't my punchline. <laughs> but at that point I was like, I'm already at my time. Yeah. I've hit 20 minutes. So the light has gone up. 
I, I didn't finish the joke. I literally looked at, like I gave him a dirty look and I let the crowd simmer and I just looked and I, was, I looked at the crowd and I was like, my name's Morgan Gal. Thanks for having me. And I just walked off stage because yeah, I was so annoyed. Yeah. Mm. Did you, so you, did you talk to him after the show or did no, you say he anything? Had, he didn't come up to me. I think he was very drunk Aware by the end of the show he because was off his ass. I featured for the head, like the headliner went on, he did like 30 something minutes. And then after the show, you know, everyone's walking out. They usually say goodbye to you. He kind of like stumbled out with his friend. Yeah. So I think. I don't even think if I talked to him that he could mentally like be there for it. Um, yeah. So uh, I did a show. I watched you do a show. Um, I think this might've been last month, a couple weeks ago where there were ladies in oh, the, at, like, the, at, the, at the front table who literally were just like part, like, like I could see the annoyance on your face. These ladies were inter- like talking during Morgan's yeah. set. Like they, but they were like kind of like trying to go back and forth with the jokes that you were doing. Right. And uh, I just, I saw how pissed you were on your face. I thought that's what you were going to bring up when I asked you the question. I don't know. I know I did this shit happen. Like, like, that moment, no one's ever, like, like, try to take a punchline or, like, say anything like that for me. But I could imagine that that fucking sucks. Like, you take the, you take the fun away, right? That's, like, the fun Fun word. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know what word I'm No, yeah, they, they take your, they take the work that you've done away from you. You know, like you work not to not to make it something that it isn't, but you know, you spend time writing jokes, you practice them, you go to my, you spend a lot of hours, clocking hours doing jokes, yeah. and for someone, an audience member, to take that away from you, fucking sucks. But people don't think of it like that. They just think, oh, you're a funny guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Thanks yeah, for plugging my bit in like there. A, I yeah, appreciate that. Yeah. Hey, like a goose war, dude. Yeah. All those kids. I've only been heckled. Like, I've been heckled a couple of times. Most of my heckles come from Boussoir, that fucking Brandon <laughs> fucking guy who's always there Ew. drunk every week. Um, but usually they listen when I talk. Um, how do you, do you count how many shows you do? Do you count how many like oh, times God. you go up? No, I, I have no idea how many times. No? I mean, I, I have my notes app. I have all of the shows I did in 2021 and I have all the shows booked for 2022 and I keep them. So I can keep track of where I've been and what I've done, but I got I can't count them. Yeah. I mean, what about you, Mikey? Uh, no, no, I I haven't kept track. I know I'm past like the 100 mark or whatever bullshit, but yeah. No. Um, biggest people that you've worked with, like like your most, you know, where you feel like you're like your highest career moments currently. Jeff Ross. Hell yeah, dude. You, you I, worked with Jeff Ross. I talk to me about it, man. Oh, this is man. fucking dope, Jeff Ross. So. One day I was in the gym. Face ass. And right. I was and I was on the recumbent. And I was getting my cardio in. Okay, I didn't even know what that was. I'm glad you kept it's going. It's that bike where you sit and do the Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so you weren't even working out. The, no, the I was. machine no, I was, was working out. Um uh, I got a call from Renee, who is the booker at West Palm uh, Improv. And uh, she was like, Hey, are you booked on any shows this weekend? And I was like, Yeah, why? And she was like, Do you want a feature for Jeff Ross? And I was like, yeah. yeah. And uh, I kind of I kind of had to like ask her, you know, like what what do I do about, you know, canceling shows? Because I, I think that's always a shitty thing, right, is when you have to cancel a show, but you have a bigger opportunity. Yeah. So it's kind of like, uh, how do you navigate that? It just depends on what's happening. You right. Because a lot of these bookers don't give a fuck, man. Like. They don't care. Yeah, really. but you never know. Like yeah. you never, especially because I, I was booked out on, on a club weekend that night. Got it wasn't it. like showcases, so okay. it was like like they had booked me at the club like months before, or whatever. But um, I ended up reaching out. They were very understanding. I told them why. Obviously, I was yeah. like, just so you know, I'm not canceling for like 
you know, a brewery in wherever the fuck I'm actually doing like the improv. And so, um, I did five shows, two Friday, two Saturday, one Sunday with Jeff Ross. Um, I opened for him with like 20, 25 minutes. Um, how was that? How, how'd that go for you? It was incredible. I mean, I was, I was really nervous, um, because obviously I've featured before and I've, I've worked in the feature space, but when you do it at an improv, it's completely different because you know, the, the theater goes up to 500 people, 600 people. So, Mm -hmm. you know, silence from that many people is a lot louder than (laughs) silence from 50 people at a bar. Um, but no, I, I ended up doing really well every set. And there was one set in particular, it was Saturday early show and it was packed. It was, I think the, the, the max was 550 people. They had to open up the back sections. Like every table was just full of people. Hell yeah. And it bro. was like, it was the most incredible feeling. And I remember like getting off stage and, and like Jeff had helped me workshop a joke before the show and like I did it on and it went really well and he was like I'm proud of you and I was like I'm gonna shit my pants yeah <laughs> like damn yo I'm happy for you that's very fucking dope man yeah. so like like so today you're like that's like you know everything was a yeah. great weekend it was rocking how did you feel uh like the next day like like after <laughs> after like some, when I did Shantytown <laughs> yeah. on yeah. Monday when you when you, when you when you came back to reality you came back to hang out with her how did you feel doing a show immediately after the highest room that i performed in was 218 it was comedy zone ali nice. sadiq was in town and the next night i went to uh i think i'm in rain dogs and that was where i got the joke from where the oh, audience the was one black like, literally yep, yep. the like the, the the just the juxtaposition of those fucking days right. and, and my emotions did you feel that at all like coming off off uh, amazing fucking weekend performing yeah. for 500 all these people and then going back to you know where we work out yeah you know what weirdly enough i actually like prepped myself for that feeling uh, wh- while i was driving home so okay like i had to drive home sunday night after the show I, like i got home at like 3 a.m from west palm and i had to go to work the next day and i knew Going home, I was like, I know tomorrow I'm probably going to be sad because I'm coming off like a three day high. So I let myself just like relish in the moment. And I actually I don't even know if I actually went to the mic that Monday night. I might have given myself the night off because mm-hmm. it was a really like draining weekend, like yeah. emotionally, physically. You like, did it was five like shows. A lot. Yeah, you, that was like a, you yeah. did a literally professional weekend. Yeah, so I I think I gave myself the night off, but um, I actually learned from Crespo, who I'm sure you've heard him say many times, you know, he does the Florida theater with Theo Vaughn, and then he's at Voussoir fucking talking about whatever, and and he, he addresses that a lot as a professional comedian. It's like, you go and you do these crazy things, and then you're number 15 on the open mic list the next night and you just gotta yeah. and so i i that's what like i i, I kind of brought i brought it up as like um like doing this like doing what we do there is lots of times where there's no action at all nothing's right. happening you like we go to these shows and we're in our brains like like we don't fucking know what's about to happen next we don't know yeah. oh sh- like if opportunity comes but you're just going out there and uh, you know, there's there's no action until one week you have like everything or like the biggest yeah. thing that you've ever fucking done in your yeah. life just pops up out of nowhere. It's crazy. Um, Wait, so out of curiosity, because 
we've talked about this before, like talking to professional comics mm-hmm. and like bigger, like larger than fucking what we've done before comics, like Jeff Ross and shit. And I feel like some people are always curious about how those interactions go. Cause some people like get starstruck or whatever. Oh yeah. Can you talk about like the idea of, Asking for advice in a way that isn't like like oh, you're literally yeah. Mikey, so that is big. A, yeah. That's a great question. Cool. And I don't know. I've seen you on Comedy Central, and it was really cool. So like, what was that like? Like, how did you yeah. approach him in like more of a human way? You know what I mean? That is a great question. Mikey. Yeah, I um, I am a big like, I don't know. Uh, I like to to make sure that whenever I'm in like a headliner's. <laughs> presence, presence, I guess. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, you're literally talking like, uh, like but even like starstruck. But I, I always I always like to make sure that I just treat them like a human being yeah. because yeah. I think that they think it's annoying when oh, people like, treat them like, oh, you're this big, whatever, because especially as a comic, like you're not a pop star. You're not a singer. You're not going out there and stage diving. Like you're talking about your life. You're just a normal human being. And then you happen to get famous. You know yeah. what I mean? So I successful at comedy. I took, yeah, I like, I took, I took the time. I remember the first night, like I just hung out in the green room. I just kind of like, you know, asked him like, Hey, you know, as your feature, is there anything you want to tell me? Like, you know, cause sometimes headliners will be like, don't say this, don't yeah. say that. And his don't own, come out to this song, use a different song. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't really have anything. Um, but I just kind of chatted with him and he was like, Oh, you know, how long you've been doing comedy, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then the second night I asked him, uh, Hey, like who was like, who was the biggest person that you opened for when you were my age or when you were as far into comedy as I am? And then he, I got him talking about Norm MacDonald and his life. And cause I really wanted to know about him. Like I really wanted to understand what it felt like to be in his shoes. Yeah. And I think that got him to start telling me about like, you know, when you're your age, you got to do this. And he thought it was amazing that I even drove three and a half hours to do those shows. And I was like, are you kidding yeah, me? Like, fuck, yeah, that's the job. Of course I would do that. And, yeah. and then I think like after that, I kind of said to him, yeah, I have this one joke that I really like and it kind of doesn't work. And he's like, oh, is it that one joke? And we started talking about it. And he's like, what if you did it this way? And it kind of just naturally happened. I didn't really straight up just be like, hey, what advice do you have for a comedian? You yeah. know, like I let it yeah. happen naturally. Yeah. That's yeah, a that's a better way to go with it. Like, like when I first started doing stuff at the Comedy Zone, like one of the things, like the rules per se, was like when I was, I can't say I'm a fan of you. Like I can't talk to the comedians like yeah i love you i'm a fan of your work or whatever right. you got to speak in certain words but yeah like just treating them like they're regular people i will say there are some comedians though who they don't even think they're regular people like um. like i'm not gonna put names up but, like the first time that i was like like if i, I would go i go to shows often so you know i, I i'll talk to the comic I'll be, hey great set it was nice right. watching you tonight sometimes you do get that energy where people are like okay yeah all right little kid you're nobody oh, gives, you know, so blah 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 yeah, yeah, but I mean, you get it after like, like if you if you're not emotional about the whole, like if you look at the whole landscape of things, yeah. you understand. It's like, yo, man, you're here to see your fans. You don't give a fuck about a young comic. Yeah. I get yeah. that sometimes. Um, that was a great question, Mikey B. I appreciate that. Um, so, how did you like? Like, how did you end it off? Like, how did you? All right, man. Thank you for the opportunity. Like, like how did? Oh how did all yeah, that go? I um. We we had some like time to hang out and we like walked down to this like 
I don't know. I guess there was like a little shopping district near the improv and I just kind of like hung out with him and his, he had an old time friend there. Um, and we stumbled into this like weird bar party and we just, it was just like fun to like make a memory with him kind of. And then the last show I did with him, I, I kind of just said to him, like, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. I know that you could have had your pick of whoever. Mm. And I'm very honored that you saw my video and were like, this is who I want. Um, and I, and I kind of just, you know, said to him, like any time that there's an opportunity, I would love to like open for you or, or whatever I can do. Like, that would be awesome. Um, and then I always make it a habit to like wait a, a day or two or sometimes three and then message the person again. Yeah. Just to keep okay. it top of mind. I think that's so fun. I did the exact same. Like, like when you first get a like a headliner's number who's like they're they're selling in clubs and shit like uh, like Ali or Tony, uh, Tony Roberts giving me the numbers. I'm, I'm looking at it on my phone like, nah, I'm not going to text them today. I'll wait. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk to them like next week. I'll send yeah. some shit next week. Is that a uh, uh, but. Either way, that was dope to hear. I saw you post that on, um, I think I saw it on Instagram mm -hmm. the first time that you posted it. And I was like blown. I was like, holy shit, Morgan's out of here. Morgan's gone. Oh my you God, know, no. Morgan's I wish it worked like that. <laughs> I wish it worked like that, man. Yeah. Mikey B, I'm going to ask you the same thing, man. Uh, where where do you feel like, you know, like like what your highest moment per se? Like Like, I know you're still, you know, we're all young comics, still working, trying to figure things out. What is that like for you? Dude, so I haven't had the opportunity to open up for any, like, national or international names. But, like... Crespo. Uh, Crespo, yes. I have... Uh, that was one of the first ones that I got, like, a long-time feature for. And, like, ever since Crespo's, like, been... I'm sure he's mentored all of us, but, like, that... It Shout just, out to Crespo. I just added great. him on Snapchat. Yeah, dude, like... Uh, and especially how available he is in the local scene is really meaningful yeah. to like all of us because like he fucking talking to him about advice for the Ross Paget show or like whatever where I got to do like a fucking Hilton show which was awesome. So that was your um, highest so far. That's where I, you feel like you were. Yeah, I, I I guess I'd say so. It's probably that or. Um, Ink Factory was the shit. Even Where is though that? It was a. It's at Jack's Beach. They, that was the first time they put on that show. But getting to meet, uh, getting to meet Drew Jordan, uh, who's from Houston, and is Scott's friend, and he does shit all over there was awesome. And especially like a double sold out night, even if it was 45 people each show, was the first time I've had something like that. Where it's like same room, same shit hour and a half later you're back on stage yeah. and that was cool as fuck it was just awesome so it's i'd say those things and uh those are probably the coolest that i've had so far you know how do you how do you react to like when you see someone else post like 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 obviously i know you guys i know that you're not fucking um you're uh, their win is my loss kind of people but at the same time we're competitive. What we do is competitive. You know what I mean? What the fuck? Are you going to hit me? Sorry, Why no. Is I, I, is that I wanted to fix Yo, my sleeve. Morgan just raises her arm. Like, don't you dare fucking. I'm wearing an oversized t-shirt, and I wanted to fix my sleeve so it didn't look like I have a giant Yeah, that was arm. very alarming. I was thinking you are about to smack the hell out of me, yo. Hey, yo, Chris Walk, Rock, watch out, man. Yo. How, so, yeah, how, have you, how do you check your jealousy, per, if you have any ever, uh, any moment? Because oh, I, I have moments do. sometimes where I'm like, this motherfucker? Or I'm like. Yeah. 
I'm like, come on, bro. Like, I know damn well. Like, like, or if, even a crowd. If I do a joke where I'm like, this joke is better than the joke that y'all just laughed yeah, at 12 yeah. minutes ago. Like, how do you how do you check those moments? Because I I get them sometimes where I'm like, hey man, there's not one path. You know, everybody's doing their own thing. You get to where you get. But did you, did you ever feel uh, that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I sometimes get um jealous and i i've i've tried really hard the last few weeks actually to stop looking at social media as much because it's been fucking with my head like comedy wise i feel like i get too into it um i've gotten too into knowing the fucking like the algorithm and how bad that they're fighting against us and that pisses me off but yeah i i i realized uh and i think i realized this honestly when i was asked to open for jeff ross is that sometimes it's just where you are like sometimes yeah. it's just what ha- like you know what i mean and i've had i've worked with uh other comics around florida that are like oh i'm opening for this person this weekend and i'm like why like i'm like why did you <laughs> and not thank not you to for be, admitting this like well because i think we all think it at some yes. point because you know you see that person and you see their types of jokes and you're like oh that's kind of but you never know, like, did they get that spot because the headliner asked for it? Are they close with the booker? Were they, you know, the last person on the roster? Not that people, not to say that not everyone earns their spot. Obviously, there's something to be said about that. But I think as comics, like, uh, something that Renee said to me, that the, the uh, booker at the improv, like, there will always be opportunities. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just have to, like, be know there. that if you keep working, you will get them because yeah. I'm sure be you your guys, turn. yeah, I'm sure you guys have worked with people. Like I worked with a headliner, uh, at a big club who had like a big social media following and he got up on stage and only did 30 minutes and was like, okay, but he was high off his ass, his whole set. Yeah. Like he, he did okay. But I was kind of like, ah, oh, man, like this dude is headlining yeah. improvs across the country and he can barely do 30 minutes of material. Like, so it's I, not always the yeah. prestige you think it is, I guess. That is the exact point. Like, like there's always going to be opportunities. There's always going to like, like with what we're doing, literally all of us have done different things to get us to, to whatever the hell we're going to do. And uh, like for me, how I had to check my, I just had to learn that like, yo man, look what you've done. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like your path is already what your path is. You know what I mean? Looking to the left, looking to the right, you can show support and all this stuff, but like, like them doing something, you know what I mean? Like, like someone by them, I mean, literally anyone, you know, the ops, you know, I'm getting that fucked up. But like, you know, that, that has nothing to do with the person next to them. Like, like, Whatever you do tomorrow has nothing to do with who I am. But right. since we know each other and, and you know, I see you at, at open mics, you see me at open mics, we've probably seen each other in infant stages of certain points of things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's always like a, okay, am I next? You know what I mean? Or like there's always like a, okay, oh, well, yeah. like, like, okay, this happened. I'm right next to this person. I've been, you know, here every week. Is that going to jump over this way? Right, you know, right. um, Mikey, do you ever feel like, those moments, like, like, I don't know, any jealousy moments or anything that you have to, like, check within yourself? Because you want to be happy for your friends, obviously, oh, you know what I mean? But Yeah, for sure. For, like, a split second, but I think afterwards it's just kind of, like... You're a nice guy. The, the so people... Yeah, thank you. Whatever. Um, yeah, fuck you, dog. Um, but just... <laughs> I don't know, like, it's seeing you guys, like, really for y'all not because I see you guys working. So I'm just like, yeah, no, it makes sense that they're getting an opportunity. You know what I mean? Like when it comes down to, if I see somebody that I think blows and they're still getting opportunities, then I'm just like, (laughs) 
<laughs> fuck it. Christian, we're talking <laughs> about you. <laughs> yo, don't do my dog like <laughs> that, yo, man. Yo, that's my like, guy. He's taking it to fucking heart. He's like, hey, I knew hey, Mikey didn't like listen, me. Listen, buddy. That's okay. <laughs> Christian, yo, bud, it's going to be guy, your time. man. That's my guy. No, Shout dude, to, fucking, he's supposed to be here today. Fuck fucker didn't show up. He fucking, I mean, he got that awesome opportunity to host for Crespo and Dan Venti. And that, I saw that, I was like, fuck yeah. Because like he got another opportunity and it's just cool to see that again people that suck um i'm just like you gonna put some names right. up there I'm like, oh i thought it, he was gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. put a name there people that I know, suck xyz like todd humping the fucking stool Dude, like todd. um well, no. you know what i think it's is just unique fine. about our scene too is like i think that a lot of us throw the rope back what does like, that mean like whenever i do a showcase like I always recommend Mikey to the booker after I do that showcase. Mm. And my friend Danny, who's in New Smyrna, uh, Danny Esposito is a great comp. Like I, th- and Danny like, is the shit. And Crespo has that. done that for me numerous yeah. times. And Daisy, I know he's done it for you. Yeah. Like, Daisy yeah, did oh, that for sure. me. I got to make more friends to do that. Daisy does yeah. that for me. Daisy um, did it for me too. I was like, yeah. what? I'm still like, like, uh, this is going to go to my next point as well. But like, I, like Mikey has been coming with me to the comedy zone and stuff. But like, I can't help yeah. get him stage time or anything. Right. No, but I, I can care. definitely say, hey, you're like, hey, this is my buddy. He's also a comic. Yeah. He does this. Yeah. The first time he came, he I, I didn't I didn't tell him his job description because I didn't think he'd show up. But I needed him to pick up the comedian and bring him to the club. So I was like, hey, oh, yeah, Mikey. no fucking clue. And I then got, he hits me up uh, yeah, 30 I, minutes before the interview and goes, yo, you mind? Yo, you by the way, up yeah, can you just bring him over like, here? Fuck, you know what I, I mean? Guess. Is like, that what you do at the zone? Do what? you work at the zone? No, I don't. Shout out to the Comedy Zone. Um, y'all go get your tickets. I'm usually there a lot, a lot, a lot. I don't work at the Comedy Zone, no. Um, you know, I, I, my, I'm, I'm a barker for the club. I, I bark oh, for the I club. See, I, see, I, okay. I bring people to shows with me, you know what I mean? And yeah. I try to, you know, make content that is going to get people to want to come out yeah, to the show over time, you. you know what I mean? Um. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, like that was part of the whole like like the jealousy thing that I had to check because I moved back here and I moved back to Jacksonville in August. Like I had no idea the comedy zone existed or any of that like here in Jacksonville before I, I left because I wasn't a comedian when I was coming up here. But coming back here and hearing stories of excuse me, people who are also podcasters and comics and they were trying to do the same thing. You know what yeah. I mean? And like, people always ask me, how'd you do that? How'd you like, you know, do you work there? Like, did you set this up? Yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, Hey man, I was, I was there. Yeah. I, I literally like the first episode that I, like, uh, Vincent Bryant, shout out my guy, Vincent, uh, first professional comedian who ever did my podcast or ever uh, gave me a chance or anything. I hit him up on Twitter. Cause I knew he'd be in town. He was supposed to come to my studio at the house to do the show. He couldn't make it. I literally packed up all of this stuff some of it I didn't have that, and I just went there. We yeah. recorded the interview in the in the room in the lobby, literally nice. the room in the lobby. They had no idea who I was, so they saw that video. And you know, luckily, shout out my girl Jenna. Uh, she's not there anymore right now, but I love her till the end of days. You know, she helped me set that up. Um, so what I was getting, I was like, like that moment where I'm I'm jealous of someone else who's like oh my god you're out here doing a show you got booked at this club at this club Mm -hmm. they're paying you now what the hell you're working with this person and i'm looking at what i'm doing and i'm like oh shit look what i've done already like like there are literally people who are talking to me like i'm somebody yeah and i'm like no i am doing this in poverty like we're that's what mikey and i were talking about before this is like you really don't know how people get certain opportunities like they could just be 
waiting yeah. in mm. the green room for someone to walk in and they just slither their way into mm. like and I, I think I, like I, I think sometimes like what that's where comics get upset with each other and sometimes I have to check myself as I'm like wow like you're only doing that because you basically begged the headliner to do yeah. that and but when you do that and you like are the kind of person that's always like can I get a guest spot can I get a guest spot can I do this you get a reputation for being like too eager or mm -hmm. being like a little mm -hmm. desperate to yeah. do that shit so it's like sometimes you don't have to be jealous of those people because yeah. it's like you don't want to that that's what's like the easiest thing to check for me was that I just had to learn like yo dog like like, I'm grateful for what I'm doing because someone else was trying to do this before yeah. I was even back in Jacksonville. Right. I wasn't even here. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just timing and how all this thing worked out. Like, like your path is your own path. You know what I mean? For sure. Um, Morgan, are you working on, like, like you know, anything that you want to film per production or anything? Like, like uh, I was talking to you about YouTube a couple months ago or anything oh, like God. that. Yeah, I know. We're going to get there because I'm a YouTube advocate uh. trying to make it out there. Uh Thanks for subscribing to my YouTube, by the way. Shout out to you guys. I did win uh, for all the listeners who who sent a, a recommendation letter. I won some sponsorship money from Podcast to help me fund some things on this podcast. Thanks to all of you guys. Y'all are dope as shit. Let me give y'all a round of applause. Um, but yeah, so like, you know, are you going to be putting anything on YouTube? Are you working on any anything that you want to put out? You post clips on social media, Instagram, and TikTok as well, but you know, a minute clip and all this stuff is the work that we do to get, yeah. you know, people to watch 15 minutes, to watch 30 minutes yeah. or an hour. You know, are you working on anything like that? Or are you, you know, you're just chilling right now and trying to get better. Uh, I'm at the point where I'm still in my like social media, getting shit out there phase because I've done pretty well on TikTok, And I feel like that's a good place for me to yeah. release content right now. Yeah. Um, TikTok hated me. Luckily, <laughs> now now we're fixing our relationship. Yeah, but yeah. They hated it's me. a it's a weird place. Um, I I would love to get shit up on YouTube, but the thing is, like everything I have is filmed, you know, in uh, I don't know what the aspect ratio is, like nineteen twenty by ten eighty. It's like meant for TikTok. Mm -hmm. So if you put it on YouTube, like it's gonna look weird on the screen. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't think that I don't think so because it, you can always you can change. What do you mean? Like That's like you film it format. straight up? Yeah, like you film like it vertically on a phone. You know they make they have YouTube Shorts now. I was about to say the same YouTube the same clips that you spot. put on your TikTok and oh, your Instagram. See, I it's literally for that exact. That. It's yeah. literally for that exact. Well, I was I, I told you to get. I've mentioned this when I told you to get on YouTube a while ago. They start YouTube Shorts where it's literally everything TikTok you say to me. I block out of my head. Every this, single word. You see, when you try to help people, you try block. to help people, man. This has been a great show. Thank you all very much. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard the plug that you put up there. Um, Morgan, I appreciate you giving me your time. Uh, I'm not kicking you out right now, obviously, but uh, the rest of the show is no longer about you. Mikey. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that ass, I'm morning. kidding. I'm kidding. This Let's, is the show. Uh, That's it. Like the first. So I thought you didn't like me the first time that we like the first like Mikey four said times. That too. I was, yeah, I was. I was. I was literally going to stop talking to Everyone you. Everyone thinks I, I don't like them. No, 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 no. I didn't say I didn't like you. No, you I thought said I didn't I, like you. I said I got paranoid. I thought you didn't like me. I don't me. know no. why. I guess My, I just no, give no. off the first. Vibe. The first four times I attempted to talk to you. You really did not look like you gave a fuck about who I was introducing oh, myself. And that's what, like, after, like, if you didn't say hi back that fifth time, I was never going to talk to you again. But uh, luckily, we're here today, and it's very nice. That's so weird. I don't, I don't know why. You don't remember. Right, do you remember, the first, me, you remember me approaching you the first time? 
Was it at CBD? It was at CBD. You were wearing your your lesbian flannel, bisexual flannel or whatever. Nice. That was when you were in your flannel phase. Uh, I think it was the red one. I know. I haven't worn a black. flannel in a minute. Yeah, you changed. You changed. <laughs> yeah. You're changing right before our eyes, Morgan. Yeah. Uh, but no, literally the first two times yes. that I was I was like, hey, Morgan, what's up? You were like, oh, hey. I was like, I'm so into But I get it. You didn't know me. So I didn't take it as disrespect or anything. You know what I think it is? Is um, This is going to sound like bad. but Let like, it fly. We're I think I think there are so many. Like, you guys get this. I feel like there are so many new people that come in and out of the comedy scene that I usually don't make an effort to get to know someone or to become, like, a comedy pal with them until I know they're serious about it. Okay, so for me, when people say stuff like that, that always throws me off because everyone puts the word new in front of that here, and that's so confusing to me. Because it's like, like, what do you mean new? You know what I mean? Because like, like you there are people who are calling before. me. Okay, now that makes more sense. I think we got to make a new word. Because like, there are people who are like, oh yeah, you know, he's new, and then we're well, talking, were, and I'm you like, you were like kind of new to Jacksonville comedy, were you yeah, not? That makes more sense. Yeah. Okay. I didn't with understand. The fucking semantics. I know, it's okay. not semantics. It, it, it was. It wasn't about you. It was just a matter of like, there have been like five or six people. Who are like, oh yeah, yeah, he's new. Like we're new, and I'm like, you no, just get don't. pissed off when people call you a new comic. I do you're not a new I comic. I do I'm because I'm not, and it boils my fucking. Which I'm not an accomplished comedian, you know. But it's just the way people, that you say people it. People call me new. I am new. I'm only a year and a half in. I mean, you're gonna be you're gonna you be new. I don't call you new. You're gonna be new until you're like five years in. Like that's because mm. that that's usually like the threshold that. People okay, start I think I think for me it's just like I don't know. It just depends on the person calling me new because it's like nigga, who are you? Like yeah, you know, introduce yourself and then we well, can but talk. it's weird because like you guys see like at Voussoir, there's always a random new person there. That's like mm-hmm. Todd from off the street or like someone's friend. And it's like, you don't know if they're there because they want to do a set and they're just like, mm-hmm. oh, I should try this. Or if they're a legit comic yeah, and you, okay. so, so once I start okay. seeing you more yeah. regularly, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. They're a comic. Like that's, that makes more. I think for me, it's just a matter of like, like, I don't know. I watch people. And even if we haven't spoken or met before, like, you know, if I think that you're good at what you're doing and, and I'm taking inspiration from that, I'm like, okay, this person can push me to you know get better at my own You know who's a bitch self. no matter what? Who? Fucking Christian Blaker. That motherfucker <laughs> is such a dick. You should have showed up, Christian. All right, you should have been Does here. he listen to your podcast? Not every episode. Okay. I don't think anyone listens to I every hope, episode except I the fans. Shout out to, to you guys. Um, we're like an hour and 20 follow, minutes in. Follow He's probably Christian over Blaker now. on Instagram. Christian Buddy Blaker, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, Morgan, listen, do you have any questions for me? Do you have any? Mikey, I was going to ask you the same thing. I'm, I'm out of the things that I had in my phone. I'm just chilling now, man. Nah, but man like, I, I comedy nerded out the fucking death, but what did you just say? I said I understand what this episode is. Oh, like, what is it? Like, no, no, I'm kidding. Um... Yeah. And thanks for explaining that you didn't hate me when we first met. Oh my god, I really now, don't. Now me I saying that was the face. way to get. <laughs> yeah. I don't and know. And your attitude. And no, I'm kidding. And just like my whole demeanor. Yeah, everything about me. No, <laughs> it's um, just everything. I get it when your explanation of it though, like like you know, you just you know, if people are new to you, you're like, why do why do you give a fuck to yeah. go out there? I don't. know. For me, I don't know. I'm a social guy, and I do this. So. Yeah. You know, me meeting someone the first time, I'm like, hey, like, you know, this person's good at what they do. I would love to talk to them and, and figure out more about them. But that was my approach to it. I didn't take offense to it after the second month. Uh, <laughs> so it's all good. But yeah, do you have any the questions for me? Month. Is there anything you want to know? I just interview the shit out of you and you don't know who I am. I'm new to you. So. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. The drama. New. Um, no, I don't know. That word won't bother me. What are me your comedy goals? Comedy goals? 
Uh, man, like for the last, I, I, I just want to be good at comedy. I want to be good at stand up, number one, and I want to make my name in stand up, which I had to like. I learned that, and then I started toning down on everything else I was doing and putting out because I used to do like Bobby's Booth and shit, where I was just my friends were artists, so I'd, I'd rap with them and nice. stuff like that. Um, but like. For comedy goals, man, I, I want to be able to sell out and be in clubs, professional comedy clubs, tour like like you. I want to like like from what I've been doing, and I want to do what you were doing, man. You hit the road all the time. You go do these other shows. My comedy goals for this year is to get the fuck out of Jacksonville and sure. hit the road and and perform. You know, Atlanta, uh, Gainesville, like Tampa, all these other yeah. things. Which you know, like like so, I would say my immediate goals right now is just a matter of finalizing my my like half hour of jokes that are good jokes, you know, cause the ones that I do at the open mics and stuff like that, like they're not, obviously we only get like a certain, like seven to whatever, 10 or whatever. Yeah. If the host likes you and shit like that, mic, it's fine. We can't hear that. If you hit that one, you'll hear it. Oh. Um, but my comedy goes now, man, I want to make 30 minutes of just funny ass comedy. I want to put on my own show here every month where, you know, I can actually, oh, really? yeah, th- that's what I'm going to, I'm going to be doing a live show for the writer's block and maybe Bobby media. Uh, I'm going to, a live podcast we're gonna have these shits over there but also it's gonna be hey that and stand up you know what i mean because i'm looking at you know 85 south show and like kev on stage and these are black comedy people i don't know if like we exist in different realms of you know i don't know i don't know if you know who they are uh okay well they're like pretty much the biggest names in black comedy media and stuff like that but i also you know you know andrew schultz right yeah okay well schultz media and all things they got going on i want to i want the writers block to be mentioned with like Stuff like that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so obviously you got to do improv. You got to do live shows. You got to get better at stand-up to compete with these guys. But, yeah, but my goal is just get better at comedy, hit the road like you're doing, find a way to put on my own show somewhere where I can build a fan base. That's like a consistent kind of bigger thing, you know, because we do these interviews and these podcasts and we're barking at, at for like comedy club shows. People are asking me, Hey, where can I come see you? Where can I come see you? And then I'm bringing them to shows. No disrespect. I'm bringing them to shows like the walrus. I'm like, Oh yeah, come to the walrus or mm-hmm. come to Voussoir. You know what I mean? Where it's like a half room mm-hmm. on a certain, it's just not, you know what I mean? Do you, uh, do you reach out to bookers? Uh, yes. I've, I've been getting better about that a lot. Like now more so like, um, like, I reach out to more like like literally my life has been like this podcast and and reaching out to like people to work with in this manner. And then Mm -hmm. I had to kind of like that's why I've been putting out many episodes. People listening still like like just because I'm working on fuck. I got to also network and stand up. I got to also network and talk to bookers to get on shows. I can't just network to do this. You know what I mean? So for for this next stretch, that's why I was taking inspiration from you when I went up to like, you know, I talked to you about these things like, you know, you're putting hella shows, hella time on the road, getting places and meeting these bookers. I got to do more of that as Mm. opposed to comedians who I know are going to be in Jacksonville. I'm like, Hey, can you do my podcast? You know what I mean? I I I do this, this and this. I work here. I work there. So that was a very long winded answer, but those are my goals. That's good. That's awesome. Um, thank you for asking. I appreciate yeah, that. Of course. This podcast is never about me. More people should ask me about me, Mikey. I want (laughs) it. You know, God damn it. My name is on the banner. Nobody ever cares about my life. No. Um, we care. Thank you, oh. Morgan. Thank you. I appreciate that. See, I'm not a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that came out of nowhere. I wasn't <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, dude. She was waiting. All right, Morgan. Um, 
I don't know when it is I'll get another chance to talk to a superstar like yourself and sit down and have these conversations on the Writer's Block podcast. Uh, This podcast will be around by the time you guys see Morgan on your TVs and wherever she may be. Um, What can we be rooting for you for, man? Like, like what's something that, you know, a year from today, this is March, uh, April 2nd, 2022 man and the kind of person who i am i don't give a fuck i annoy the shit out of these people sitting next to me i message morgan about comedy a lot and talk to hey good shit or i'll send some fire emojis and shit i think that's me being annoying i do it to mikey i do it to people who i think are my friends because i want you guys i I love seeing what y'all got going on give me something that i can check in for with you you know next year that you want to get done man um well this year my this year, You're my good. goal is to uh, do more comedy festivals and uh, travel out of state. So, okay. so far, I'm doing three comedy festivals. Round uh, of applause. You okay. can't hear it, but they can hear it. Uh, so I'm going to be in San Diego in May, and then I'm going to be in Ohio in May. Hey. Uh, comedy. We didn't even get to talk about comedy festivals and stuff like that. Like, So, I'm glad that you brought this point up. But go ahead and finish. I'll bring up my question. Um, and then I'm going to be doing a week in Colorado in July. Uh, Going back home? Yeah. Have you so done comedy there since you started comedy? I have not. That'll be your first oh, time? Yeah, that'll be my first Damn, time. Damn, listen, we're at an hour and 20 minutes. You have to go. No, but Fuck it, I we're think here. your listeners are going to be like, why is this so fucking long? Listen, uh, this is for me. I don't even give them. They'll this, be all Joe right. Joe Rogan's They'll, fucking podcast? <laughs> listen, exactly. this could be in the future. All right, give me them 100 mils, Spotify. Yeah, what do you 200 think about the next, dog? What's um, your fucking thoughts about peyote? <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, like comedy festivals... I've applied to a couple of those. I think people don't know, but like, first of all, at least the ones that I've done, you pay to submit to comedy festivals. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I don't think people understand that. But uh, your goal, you know, you want to do more comedy festivals and actually get on and stuff, right? I'm yeah. assuming. So uh, have you applied before and they rejected you ever? Yeah, of course. Um, I The first one I ever applied to was one in Pensacola last year. Okay. Um, and I didn't get in, and then I got in this year. Hell um, yeah. So nice. Thanks. Yeah, so it's, it's really like, like some people think that festivals are bogus, you know, because they do think, oh, why would I pay $25 to submit? And then, 25? Well, some of last them are- Last goal, it charged me 50. God yeah, damn. Yeah, some of them are, yeah, depending on what it is. But like, my my thing is like, when else are you going to get in front of people in that city? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause you're like, you can't like, if I just went to San Diego today and tried to get up at these places, they'd who, be like, who, who the, the fuck, fuck are this? you? Yeah. yeah. So, but, but yeah. by submitting and actually like a few people have already followed me that are also in the festival and they are bigger than I am. And now I have connections with them cause they're also doing the, fe- you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, that, that's my thing is I really like doing them. I've only done, two so far and one of them was on zoom oh my uh, god that sounds disgusting because it was uh you know obviously during the pandemic but it it did turn into me having some connections which was awesome and then the other one was in new york um which i loved it was an all-female comedy festival at broadway comedy club and i actually got my tape that i used to submit from that festival so if i didn't do that festival i wouldn't have a professional tape that has broadway comedy club in the back that i can now submit to other festivals oh yeah i i've i've submitted to two of them i got rejected from both the laughing skull was the first one which the video that i sent them at the time was horrible maybe i should try again this year um and then i applied to one for in houston with Mm -hmm. my comedy zone set which I get that I didn't get that one at the moment. You know what I mean? Because, like, my, the five minutes that I have at the comedy zone that I put up, um, like, you know, it's not perfect. It's not 
all great, but I didn't edit the bad moments out because that's what it was as a comedian, you know? Oh, so, yeah. I think they don't like when you have an edited video. Usually on the festival submissions, like, yeah. they, I've noticed that they say, like, it can't be, like, a best of moments. It has to yeah. be, like, five like, things that you did. continuous Which, minutes. Um, yeah. But, yeah, like, I, I tell people all the time, man, you pay to do comedy at this level. Like, we, like we oh, are absolutely. paying to do comedy. You know what I mean? So even when... We're doing uh, videos at the Comedy Zone or Morgan's out here working and doing whatever she's doing. We're still paying to yeah. be mm-hmm. a part of the game. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, dude. I, I do want to make shot. it very clear that Bobby is hyping me up a lot because I obviously still... Deservedly. The fuck still, are you talking about? Like, like, I, hold on, let me get there. I'm going to finish and then I'm going to shit on your whole point. Hey, yo, Go Taylor, ahead. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce <laughs> had the best video of all time. Which she did. I'm glad Taylor Swift won that. Um, no, but seriously, like, I, I obviously, like, I'm still on the ground floor. Like, I just, I'm just very uh, hard on myself. So I be. am very um, ambitious when it comes to, like, I go out of my way to make sure that I'm booked. I go out of my way to make sure that I'm traveling because I think it's important, like, for my, where mm. I want to go with comedy. So I never want anyone to think that I'm, like, because I'm really not, like, I'm just doing what I'm I'm going to let you finish. I'm just going to edit all that out. <laughs> Guys, nice. Morgan's this shit. No, I'm kidding. I, I have to speak about you that way because, let me see. How do I? I don't know, man. I literally watching you, Morgan, and no, like, they're not listening to this right now. Tallahassee comedians, like, I left Tallahassee because there was no one like like you there. There was no one like Crespo there. There was yeah, no one like, like working. You know what I mean? Not even just, just, just not even, I'm not even working. They do shows. They work. Oh. You know what I mean? But people who I look at and I'm like, all right, let me push myself. You know, let me go. Let me, mm-hmm. exp- let me actually care to get better and expand. And I know if I'm fucking, you know, sitting here looking at, at people like that and, and I know where I want to go with comedy, I got to speak about and I got to speak to you because I have that level of respect for you, man. I, I believe I don't know. You're funny as shit, Morgan. And, uh, you know, you think <laughs> that it doesn't feel that way. <laughs> I mean, we all get that. We all get that, man. But listen, I, I think that you're dope as hell. I think you're going to be out of here sooner than you realize, brother. Just blowing smoke up my ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's OK. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to. I would like to be out of here sometime. Yeah. I do think I do think that maybe within the next I'm going to say like two years. I would like to be out of Jacksonville. I don't know if that means like going to Orlando. You don't live here. Or, you know, I mean like the Jacksonville scene, like St. Augustine. There's no comedy in St. Augustine, so I kind of consider myself a Jack's comic. I understand that. There's not really anything else. Mm -hmm. But um, I I would like to take the next step within the next two years, I think. You got to move to a comedy city. That's the you get You get great where you are, and then you go to a city with more action. That's kind of just the game of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. you have that idea in mind? You're just chilling, just talking. No, about No, right I mean, now. I went through a phase where see. I thought Atlanta was the place I wanted to go. I went through an, um, I went through an LA phase and New York phase. Yeah, I I can't do New York. It's too overwhelming for me. I I I I think the city is awesome to visit, but when I'm there, I'm just very. It's a lot for me, um, sensory wise and just people wise. Mm-hmm. I love Orlando. I think Orlando is probably the best scene in Florida um, for like specifically for like working out and like getting better. And like there's multiple mics every night. There's multiple clubs. There's several showcases. Like it's really somewhere where you can like dig in the dirt and get really good. Yeah. Um, 
But I think ultimately I'm an LA person. Like, yeah, it, you like, think so? Yeah, you like think five, that's you? five years from now, ten years from now, like I hope that I'm in LA because yeah. that's where I want to be. I learned. I learned that I'm not an LA person. I think I would be either either Atlanta or New York for me. Yeah. Um, but I did have the same phase where when I left Tallahassee, I was either gonna go straight to New York or LA yeah. for comedy, or I was gonna come back here and not be drowning in debt and poverty, yeah. uh, which, boy, pff, shit, I was wrong. Yeah. Uh, I could have went somewhere. No, I'm kidding. Um, but, but yeah, like, I think, I don't know. For me, it might be Atlanta or New York. I don't know. L.A. Yeah. is too, you know, you've heard my jokes. I feel like L.A. would fucking hate me because th- there are people who are from Tallahassee who went out to L.A. and then got sucked there. When COVID happened, they went uh. out for comedy, and then they were like, oh, man, it's not – yeah. what i thought it was you think it'll be back to being a comedy powerhouse place because you know apparently a lot of people left there um i don't know i mean i am from the west coast so like mm. i appreciate that yeah. culture more like yeah. i i love how do i say this politically correct i have enjoyed my correct. time in florida but this state is not for me yeah. like i would like to be back in like where you're from the blue part of the country you know what i mean like that <laughs> all this water around here what yeah, do you mean? our water's like, blue pussy libtard land no i just i and i've been to la multiple times because my best friend lives there and um she's in the she's a makeup artist so she's in the industry and she's like really uh she has like a good uh sense of of stuff out there and i have a lot of comedian connections out there because of like online stuff that i do so yeah. For me, it's not whether or not I see it as a comedy mecca. It's just that that I think is for your personal yeah. Because I've worked, I've worked with several people that have said like you should go to LA after seeing me, and I think that means that because they know what the scene is like out there, they're like, oh, you would do well there. You should. Go. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for sure. That totally. to me is like a goal, but. You never know. It might yeah. change. I mean, shit, we might even switch. You might be in New York, and I fucking... Yeah, I fucking knows? hope not, dude. Oh. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you spending time with me, Morgan. Uh, this isn't the longest podcast. This actually might be the longest writer's blog podcast ever. Um, but where can people find you? Where can people check you out at? Um, hopefully, you start this YouTube up, because Ugh. your clips would go fucking crazy I do have YouTube. a YouTube. It just only has, like, one or two videos on it. But uh, my... My handle on most social media platforms is at Mama of Jokes, M-A-M-A of Jokes. And then uh, on Instagram, it's just Morgan Gallo Comedy. That's uh, where people can find me. Or if you just look up Morgan Gallo, usually I pop up. Not a ton of people have my name. Hey, Um, that's something that's fucking beautiful. If you type in Bobby Brown, it's just death, drugs, and fried uh, chicken. fucking trash. Um, Thanks for listening to another episode of the Writer's Block Podcast, guys. Your boy Bobby here. Uh, my socials at maybe Bobby, uh, maybe Bobby on YouTube, everything. Uh, thank you all for helping me get some freaking sponsorship money for this show. Uh, it's going to be used very, very well and uh, wisely. Mikey B, uh, where can people find you? Where are you at? What you got coming? Uh, Mikey B on the beat on Instagram. Uh, I'm a cheesy 90s radio host. Um, that's basically where that name At least yourself aware. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, dog. Um, talking about that while you use applause yeah. breaks on your podcast, boy. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm clapping it up for y'all. I'm giving y'all flowers. Um, no. But um, yeah, I got a, I got shows coming up in Jacksonville um, within the next month, and then other than that, uh, dude, the second Morgan said, "Yeah, I've been reaching out to bookers," I'm like, 
God, I'm fucking dumb. I should be hitting up Booker or some yeah. fucking so. What have you been doing? That. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I know, exactly. Um, um, like, other than that, hopefully posting more skits and shit soon, and that's basically it, yeah. All right, guys, Mikey B, Morgan Gallo, and uh, your boy, we are out of here. Let me get a song ready so I can, uh, what do I want to play today? You know, I know what I go with. All right, um, Earthquake uh, was a great show. Um, Benji Brown was a great show at the Comedy Zone. We went to go Steve, uh, Steve, how do you say his last name? Steve Ranazizzi. Steve Ranazizzi, uh, which is Kevin MacArthur on the league. Uh, so you guys keep going to the Comedy Zone. Go get some tickets at the Comedy Zone. I got interviews with uh, Spencer Neal. Uh, he was uh, Earthquake's feature opener. And then I got one for uh, Rob Ward coming through uh, that Mikey has also been helping me on. So I'm going to put those on my channel. You guys go run that the fuck up. Shout out to those guys. And uh, we gone, man. We out of here. Peace. So many days of crying Oh, I had so many days of pain Have you ever been as sad as I am? Lord, I ask if anything would change I can see the future that we're heading I would say it's better not to tell If it's anything like this in heaven Maybe I'd be better off in hell Tables do turn and labels do burn The second they ask you to sell your soul Don't you do it, don't you fold Say fuck that shit and be bold Cause all them stories you told On records worth more than gold And if you never go gold again At least you will know The end of your road was shows By you and not companies Who control our remote control And hide the truth from my know But don't mind me, I'm just high again Smoking weed to get by again No, actually I'm lying Cause smoking it got me smiling And rhyming like I rhyme Way back when I would play the violin Thought that shit wasn't cool, mama Sorry, I just stopped trying it Paid for your house and hopes there be no more reason For crying, that shows you how stupid I am Cause niggas is out here dying From police that flash the siren And pull up and just start firing Niggas murking each other in murky water I try and swim How the fuck do I look when I brag to you about some diamonds Said all that I could say Now I play with thoughts of retirement Oh, I had so many days of crying Oh, I had so many days of pain Have you ever been as sad as I am? Lord, I ask if anything would change I can see the future that we're heading I would say it's better not to tell If it's anything like this in heaven Maybe I'd be better off in hell Better off in hell Can't call it